hello, it's me. Um, that was my attempt at doing a jingle. Um, that is so fucking weird of me. Okay, moving on. This is actually a kind of serious conversation this week. Conversation, I'm not talking to anyone. Topic, let's say, topic. Um, well, it's not serious because I don't want this to be a really serious podcast. Um, but it is kind of serious in the way of what it is and what I went through. Um, but we're going to talk about chronic fatigue. Some people laugh when I say that because they're like, you're just lazy. Um, no, hell no. I know a few, like maybe three, a handful of people who've had chronic fatigue before me. Um, I hadn't really spoke to loads of them about it, um, but it's grim. And when they told me things, like I just didn't really understand it because I couldn't relate and I struggle to relate to things. Sorry, understand things when I can't relate to them. Um, I'll, you know, I'm, I'll always be there for people. I always love being a soundboard. But yeah, when I can't like relate to it, I'm like, hey, I, that's shit, but I, I don't really get how shit it is. Um, and I think that's a good thing because... I, I don't really think anyone can relate to anything that they don't really, un- sorry, understand things they can't relate to. Um, anyway, so then I got it. Delightful. Um, unsure why, how, where. A mix of glandular fever. Um, I had COVID three times last year. Had the flu, had a parasite. All of the above. Um, yeah, all in one year. Chaotic. And I finished my master's. I had silly season in summer. And it just got to a point when I was like, I'm 25 and I am so exhausted, but not just like, oh, I've had too much to drink and I haven't slept. Oh, I'm a bit tired. Like everything hurt. I was dizzy. I was being sick. I was nauseous. I wasn't eating food, which obviously like that is a touch topic. I know some people in here listen to this podcast for something I've talked about with food in the past. Um, But that was just how sick I was. I literally couldn't eat food. I was so nauseous or I wasn't being sick, um, not voluntarily. Um, Yes, I was really struggling. And it was just a really, really grim, dark place. And it was sad because my family came out in February, um, apart from my older sister and her boyfriend, Miss You. Um, But yeah, my middle sister and my parents came out, which was so, so lovely. But I felt bad because I was struggling so much with this, like, kind of unknown illness like you just say it to people and they're like what is that why do you have it why do you get it you know there's so many question marks and questions and like I couldn't answer these questions so I felt like I was using using an excuse um and I'd come out of uni and I was going to give myself anyway like a month or two to just enjoy summer and then see my family so have like one to three months off doing anything responsible as an adult and then going into getting a job, and, like, that I was struggling with. When my family left, I was still ill, and I was still struggling to, like, even concentrate. I had such bad, ba- bra- oh my gosh, bad brain fog. I promise. I promise I don't have brain fog right now. I just can't think of my words. Um, yeah, I was struggling, so then getting a job was being put on hold, and I just, I felt like it seemed, again, this is probably me, you know, overthinking things. We love to do that. But in my head, I was like, this seems like an excuse. And it seems like I'm just not getting a job and I'm not going to the gym and I'm not going for walks and I'm not seeing friends just because I don't want to and I'm being lazy. But it was so far from that. Like, I was getting upset because I was like, I'm 25 and I'm meant to be so healthy. And, like, on paper, I used to have the healthiest life ever. And I've got... I just had, like, my family out here, which was so amazing, but I couldn't appreciate it 100% because I was so ill. Like, we went away on a new road trip to Newcastle, um... 
irrelevant if you're in the UK, but you'll know where it is in Sydney, up, up north from Sydney. Um, anyway, so we went on this road trip, and I had this beautiful day in the Blue Mountains, and then the next day we went for a walk, and then we went for lunch, and then my family went out for a bit in the afternoon and then went for dinner. I threw up my lunch and spent the whole day in bed and then woke up the next day and still felt grim. And I was like, that is not me enjoying my family's time with me. But I was like, there's nothing I can do. And it's so hard. I think anyone who's been through any sort of sickness, even like COVID, the flu, whatever, um, it's so shit because you're like, you just have to ride this out. And with chronic fatigue, what was even worse is like, there's no medication you can take. There's no therapy you can go to. Like, your body just needs rest. Like, my nervous system was on the floor. Like, my like adrenal system, like, it just wasn't there. Things just weren't functioning. Um, like, I really struggled with my, like, my gut and my bowels. And I think a lot of it does come from that as well, which was really difficult because I wanted to try and, like, repair that. But because I was nauseous and being sick, like, I couldn't fuel myself. Um, and then, you know, what's physical also can then become mental. And because it went on for, like, six months, it just sort of, like, encompassed me. And I was like, God, this is me. Like, hi, I'm Sarah. And I am chronic fatigue. <laughs> it was grim. And as someone who works out, like every month, every month, what the hell am I talking about? Every few days, whatever. Um, okay, every week, whatever. Um, yeah, someone who does that, like that was really, really hard. And I have always, because I've always done sport and I've always been to the gym and no matter what injuries I've had, I've had so many injuries in my lifetime, but I've never had an injury where I had to stop doing every single thing, including even going for walks. Like I went to see my doctor I had eight doctor's appointments in five weeks because I was like, what is going on with me? God help me. God bless my doctor out here. I adore that man. And he just looks at me every time and he's like, God, you are one sick motherfucker. <laughs> um, that was a quote. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse my language. Um, yeah, he just looks at me and he's like, Sarah, we go again. Um, but yeah, he was like, I'm sorry. That's literally like, there, there isn't anything we can necessarily do to quickly change it. And he's like, I'll write you like a care plan. And he's like, this is just going to include 15-minute walks a day. And I was like, do you say walks, like, plural? Like, I can go on five times 15. I'm not going to do the maths. Um, and then it'll be, like, however long. And he's just like, no, like, one 15-minute walk a day. Or, like, maybe two or three. But that's the maximum you can do at a time is 15 minutes. And then you need to, like, rest. And I was like, what the actual fuck? I do, like, 45 minutes to an hour in the morning and the evening. It's just crazy to me. But then when you actually struggled with that, I was like, okay, this is why he's saying it. I remember one day really clearly, actually, it was really hot in Sydney. It was so grim, but I can't complain. We love the heat. Um, it was like 38 degrees maybe. And I went for a walk and I literally walked down the street and I got to the end of the street, which is probably, I'm going to say five minutes at most. I had the worst hot flush and pretty much fainted like on the end of the street on my own and I was like wow this is actually shocking and then I tried again I think it was two days later to do like a 15 minute walk and didn't even finish that so I was like okay you know what I really need to take note of this and it was such a slap in the face because it's like everything it's not just one aspect of life you know it's not just training it's not just walking it's not just going out with friends or doing uni or sitting on the sofa it's not one single aspect it's your whole life that kind of needs to adapt and change so that you can fully recover and nurture yourself through this process and as like horrible as it was at the start and I really really struggled um I 
spoke to friends a lot, which was so helpful. Um, and just, yeah, like rambled from them and got advice and whatever from them and people who've also been through it. Um, spoke to my mum a lot and my doctor. Um, I learned to actually embrace it. And again, like take it as something powerful that I can be like, okay, this is a chapter of my life. Um, I don't know if anyone listening has heard of the thing about friends, um, that friends are like a chapter or a season, um, or like some friends are like a page in the book, some friends are a chapter, and some friends are the whole book. Um, I think that is like such a beautiful concept, not something I'm going to talk about today. But taking that with chronic fatigue was like, this is, it's not a page, it's a chapter, or it's a few chapters. Um, it's not the whole book, it's not going to be forever, it hasn't been forever, um, but it's a few chapters, and I need to embrace it. So I was like, this is going to be where, like, a really deep healing stage. And I've been through a lot of healing. You know, I've done the hard work mentally, which is, you know, why I didn't do this podcast for two week, for two years, sorry. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, the mental side felt like, you know, I felt like I've done a lot of that. And I was like, I actually can't, right now I can't do any more mental healing. But the physical side of me needs so much healing. Um, and that is not something I really do. You know, yeah, I train and yeah, I stretch and I recover and whatever. But I don't heal my body, like, internally. I don't tune into it. I, I don't know, like, I, I... Oh, God, sorry. Um, I do meditate a lot. Um, and I do a lot of, like, affirmations and thinking and stuff and sitting still on the rocks, whatever, outside with nature and going for walks without headphones. And I guess that is... That is definitely internal healing. But I did that for my mental side so this was a like actually being like okay I'm doing this just just for my not just for my physical side because obviously it helps the mental side but I had to change the focus and be like this is for my physical health like my adrenals and my nervous system and I need to actually like nurture my body and it felt so weird to me it felt so different because something I have always struggled with coming out of like, my mental illness I isolated myself going th when I went through all of that sort of stuff um so giving myself that sort of nurture and love was so foreign to me like hugging yourself was such a foreign concept and like when you cry just like hugging yourself and being there for yourself and I'm not saying that this was a single solo process like my friends helped me through it my family helped me through it I'm so grateful to like my friends in Sydney and my neighbours um like they all know who they are who have fully been there for me throughout it all um because that really makes a difference when they're just like do you want to come upstairs or come downstairs or come over to mine or whatever you know it's not we don't have to go for a walk we don't have to do something active we don't have to go out drinking and dancing like we can just sit and do nothing but having that company and knowing I have that was su made such a difference um so it wasn't a single person oh, sorry it wasn't like a a process to do all on my own but it was so important for me to really understand the benefit of actually like loving yourself through something so difficult and it might sound weird because you might all be like yeah but you always talk about loving yourself and like yeah I do like I do, I do love myself and I do look in the mirror and I'm like you are one sex motherfucker let's go rock the day I actually do say that to myself most days um just because it helps helps me helps me vibe um but more like the affectionate side. I think it's it's an I don't know, some people listening might do that already, but I think it's an interesting concept to like show yourself affection. And again, people might be like, but you you work out, you do all these things that like is nurturing yourself and is looking after yourself. Which I do and they're not wrong. But 
the actual like I don't I, it's really hard to describe it like without showing you but just actually just hugging yourself and sitting there through like these tears and these feelings like like say for when I went for a walk and I faint or I was having like hyperglycemic episodes where you get really like sweaty and clammy and I just was stressed being around people just like sitting with yourself through that and holding your own hand I think is such I don't know it's foreign to me can't say I've ever can't say PDA is my thing and giving PDA to yourself is a strange concept um but yeah it was empowering and I look back now what's May like I still struggled probably until like mid April I'm gonna say maybe the start of April things start to really look up um like I'm back training now playing netball and up and awake and alive and bouncing around the house as usual but it was a really shit few months and a really just bizarre few months because it's not something I found easy to comprehend and to understand and it was very much like why is this happening not necessarily why me because I you know I I, I I'm trying to change that perspective of like these things like I said with the being content you know these things are necessarily like happening to me for a bad reason um but just trying, I'm someone who, I'm definitely someone who needs answers and I want to know like why and what and where and when sort of thing. So I was just trying to figure out my doctor, like, why am I going through this? What can I do to help it? Where, where did it come from? Like, when will it end sort of thing? Um, and it was hard to let all of that go and just be like, this is me for a few months, for a few chapters. Um, and I just have to navigate that and life is going to look different while I navigate that and life did look so different I remember my friend being like hey while you can't go to the gym and you can't go for long walks and you can't do all these things she's like you can do so much with that time and I remember I wrote a list I wrote a pros and a cons list and the cons were like things I've let go of and I can't do and stuff and the pros were basically taking that and like what can I do instead and like how can I use my time otherwise um and I also wrote a chronic fatigue vision board um more like a recovery board yeah of like what I want to get out of this and like what I want to do with this more slow play slow paced life and then like what hopefully that will what I hope it gives me um on the other side and it's been amazing it's been really insightful um I definitely think it's helped me take the stress off lots of aspects of my life because I really nurtured myself and appreciated like this couldn't have happened at a better time you know, I finished my master's. Um, it wasn't great that I had it when my family were here. But, um, you know, they saw what I was going through and we still had a great time. And then they left and I had time to just be by myself um, and give myself 100% of my time and my energy and my peace. And I didn't have to go to work and I didn't have to, um, like, go out and about and whatever. And I say have to, I didn't want to I didn't need to whatever you want to say whatever you want to call it my point being is that it happened to me it was shit um I still do get tired a lot more easy than previously um but as difficult as it all was I was lucky I looked at it and be like I looked at it in a way of being like I'm lucky I went through this and it's that is exactly how I feel with my mental illness I'm lucky that I went through what I went through because it's taught me so much and what I went through as a mental illness is like I do think that happened at a good time because it's taught me so much now at the age of 25 that a lot of people haven't le like been you know experienced and whatever and I'm at a point in my life with that so many people aren't necessarily at and I'm not saying that puts me on a pedestal but I'm just saying I've 
gone through a lot and I've seen a lot and I felt a lot that some people don't experience in their whole lifetime. And I personally do find that lucky. And I think the same with chronic fatigue. I'm lucky that it happened when it did happen and that I could give my whole 100% energy into recovering because now coming out of it, like a month out of it, whatever, I'm in a completely different place um, that I was maybe before it because it's taught me so many different things. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if that's what people thought I was going to talk about when I mentioned chronic fatigue. Um, we're not going to go into the scientifics of it because that I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I think it just looking, you know, it's that different perspective of this was shit, this was difficult, but actually what's it taught me and how lucky am I to go through it and how good is it that I went through that when I did and not at another time? Um, yeah, we love the positives, but again, also just being content. And again, I think that's where what I talked about two weeks ago with the whole content thing. Um, I learned that like not every day had to be so like shit, like, oh, I'm going through chronic fatigue, it's so difficult. But then I also didn't have to have such a good day where I was like, okay, I've done three 15-minute walks today and I've seen a friend and I've eaten two meals or three meals or one meal, whatever. It was just like, okay, another day of chronic fatigue but I think we're improving. I've done all I can. I'm okay with that. I'm content. It's bedtime. If that makes any sense. Um, but again, we're getting to that 20 minute mark. I'm kind of bored of my own voice. Um, I hope you're not bored of my voice. And again, if you've got to this point, thank you very much for listening. Um, yeah, just appreciate listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye.